Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia. This is episode 14. I am your host, Vincent. I'm also here with... Your hat-stealing host, Declan. And that's not all. We also have two special guests guests with us. I'm already fucking up. <laughs> Mrs. Z, White Collar, would you like to introduce yourselves? Go, Mrs. Z. <laughs> I'm uh, Mrs. Z. Um... Huge. Hi, Mrs. Z. Hi, Mrs. Z. <laughs> been an alcoholic for. Oh no, I'm sorry, wrong meeting. Um, <laughs> I mean, huge Fallout enthusiast, uh, as well as. I mean, I stream as well. <laughs> Go deep. Uh, yeah, I am white collar. Uh, my friends call me white. My dad was Mister Collar. Don't call me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm a Fallout uh, modder. Fallout Four. Um, Working on a couple of projects you may or may not have heard of, and uh, yeah, that's 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 most of it. <laughs> so we're really happy to have you guys on the show. Yes, very yeah, happy. Thank, thank you. you for coming. Happy on. to be here. Thanks yeah, for having us. Very excited. Yes, thank you. So we have a very very important matter we have to discuss here today. Um, but before we jump into it, I just want to kind of get into the lore. And if I do my job correctly, we can segue perfectly into. Uh, the number one matter that's concerning all of America today. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Vince. Just a heads up, this is the first time we're recording with uh, guests that aren't in the room with us, and I kind of have a little bit of a new setup for my mic, so if things sound a little off, a little echoey, I apologize ahead of time. Uh, but other than that, uh, enjoy the show. So today's lore is on Lucas Sims, town sheriff and mayor too. Ooh. Lucas Sims is born in 2236 and grew up in Megaton. Service as mayor, sheriff, judge, and pretty much every other position that needs filling. It's no secret to the people of Megaton that he's fulfilling a childhood fantasy of being a cowboy from the stories that his father told him. He also is a member of the Regulators. Colin Moriarty and Lucas Sims hate each other and constantly fight over who technically runs the town. By 2297, Lucas Sims' son, Hardin, becomes a sheriff of Megaton, and while drunk one night, claims that the Lone Wanderer, the lone wanderer is responsible for her, his father's death. And you know why his, the Lone Wanderer is responsible for his father's death? Because he wanted his hat. He wanted that goddamn hat. <laughs> now, you know what hat I want in Fallout? <laughs> I mean, I always want Lucas Sims' hat. That's the only reason that he needs to die is for his hat. There is a picture. If you go on the wiki, the Fallout wiki for Fallout, or, yeah, duh, and you go to Lucas Sims' page, the first picture of him is a picture without his hat on, and he's alive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is incredible. That shouldn't happen. That's an anomaly. (laughs) I agree. I agree. But if there's anything Fallout 4 is lacking other than cohesive... Uh, RPG elements. It is the pre-war bonnet. <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Why the fuck can't I make my own choices in Fallout Four? <laughs> no, Mrs. E, would you like to take? Would you like to kick it off? Um, you being the expert, yeah, the expert on the pre-war bonnet. So originally, if if we're gonna go in lore and history and all that. So, uh, originally, for whatever reason, on the Fallout wiki, it is listed as a woman's bonnet. However, I believe the gentleman can 
wear it and look just as fantastic in it. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's basically just pre-war um, outfits. It's basically what it's listed in. Um, you see it more in New Vegas than you do in 3 for whatever reason, even though I first discovered it in Fallout 3. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're basically amazing. Uh, there is a small caveat. They don't, you know, they don't protect you from super extra damage uh your aim does not increase with the bonnet even though it does protect your eyes from the sun your aim i can speak from personal experience your aim will not get better unless you use vats so unless you already know how to shoot your plasma rifle whatever you're aiming with um it's not it's not going to get better um Mm. and if a bonnet does claim that it's it's a mod and it's fake it's not the original we don't we don't want that it's not the pre-war bonnet exactly a pre-war bonnet exactly we we want the original back (laughs) so with this being said I don't think it's too crazy to think that within 76 we're going to get the pre-war bonnet because it's only 25 years Mm. after the bombs have dropped. And from the footage that has come out after the Greenbrier event, which I feel like we should really jump into later on, (laughs) but ghouls still have clothing. Like, ghouls still have shoes on. Yes. I think that's crazy. Like, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing a lot of, like, hand motions about how (laughs) crazy (laughs) that is. Like... Oh my god, I just, I, I don't know about you guys, but I love ghouls. Mm-hmm. I love everything about them. I love, I wish I could, like, that's the one thing I want more than anything in 76 is, other than the bonnet, is to be a ghoul. <laughs> wow. I, uh, like, I do, I do like ghouls. I will admit, though, it wasn't until I was a sophomore in college that I was able to get over my fear of them and actually complete the Repcon facility quest in Fallout New Vegas. It took me a very long really? time. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, true story. True story. Literally didn't do that quest until I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen, I've heard, I know how it ended. You know, I knew how it ended. I've seen other people do it. I've, I've heard them talk about it, all that sort of thing. Didn't do it myself. Uh, I, I could not play... I couldn't do it by myself. New Vegas and three ghouls just—they just got me. Was I it the noise? Yeah, it's kind of everything. It's mostly the noise and the speed, right? Like they shouldn't move that yeah. fast. Yeah, that's it's not, a little unsettling. They're more normal. infected as opposed to undead. It just—just just everything about yeah. them just just worries me. It just as a as a person, as a living oh. person, they're quite <laughs> unsettling if you think about yeah. it. Yes, very. And the footsteps too. That doesn't make it's like the it's like they just got out of the shower and they're walking around with bare feet on tile floor. Like that's what it sounds like. Like what what I'm is going sloshing. on here? <laughs> just Something like, is happening. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. You ever listen yeah. to it? Ah. It's yeah. just not very uh, very just chills. Chills. Can't do it. Now Vince, I want to propose. <laughs> yeah. What if your wildest fantasy were to come true and you can play a ghoul in Fallout 76 with, with, a, with bonnet. a pre-war bonnet. You beat me to it. Christ. That would be the messiah of ghouls. No, yeah. No, I would start a cult. I would start a cult. I would start a cult in 76. If I can do whatever I want, it would be the the church of the bonnet and all must, all must proclaim uh, all must proclaim their, themselves to the bonnet. Wow, you could make yourself the canonical first post-war religion. Oh, true. <laughs> Yeah, because no. <laughs> if it happens in the game, it's canon, right? Like that's that's just oh, that's yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, why else do you think they're doing this? I mean, <laughs> they retconned all of the lore, the so they're like, you know what? Fuck it, just let them figure it out, and we'll just take the best ones and run with it. Did you see? Okay, I don't want to get too like on this for a long time, but. Uh, <laughs> 
I was at work today flipping through my Twitter and someone tweeted to Pete Hines that it's only 25 years and somehow the Brotherhood is already uh, in West Virginia. Hmm. And that canonically, normally, should not have happened. Uh, Maxon should still be in California at Mariposa, or maybe even not even at Mariposa. He's alive, though. The first Maxton, Maxton is alive. Right, yeah. And how? How did you get there? So, uh, yeah. I know You know what the, I mean? Like, I know that the, the clip that that person is referring to, um, and it came out with the original Fallout 76 like footage that they showed i th- i think it was in the original trailer if not it was at e3 but the, the thing note? is no the the brotherhood of steel because it's not been oh. actually like confirmed in there like they they there was a clip that somebody paused and that's why half of the fallout community is like up in arms like wait a minute the brother of steel is there and it was really? literally like a two-second yeah. clip, and I it's don't not about this clip. Oh my! I'll, I'll have to find it. I'll find it and send it to you. But it was, it was, it was. It was there was this huge uproar after the uh, after. I don't remember again if it was the trailer or if it was some type uh, some type of gameplay that they showed at E3. But there was like a less than than two or three-second clip, and it Jeez. looks like the Brotherhood of Steel um, was somewhere in West Virginia at the time. But the, it honestly, it could have just been a reused asset and it could be like that they've That's edited awesome. it out since then. I'll have to because, find like, it though. The X01 power armor makes more sense to exist than, uh, the brotherhood just because if the enclave was getting together and trying to say like, okay, we're the, the brightest minds, the quote unquote brightest minds of today. Let's get together and kind of get ready for this because I believe the Enclave power armor was being made pre-war. Like, not that, I'm, I'm sorry, not that it was being made pre-war. The Enclave was forming pre-war once they all went to the oil rig and everything and, and the other spots that they had, had secluded. They started working on their own armament. Hmm. Well, so, so, no, I was just on. going to ask, did the guy that tweeted at P. Hines, did he get a reply? Yeah, Pete Hines is like, I don't, I don't cover lore. That's not my department. I'm like, Pete. Uh. Speaking of Pete Hines, I was gonna say, we know somebody who's very familiar with that process. I heard you went to his bar mitzvah. You want to tell us? About yeah, it? I know, right? So, so Uncle Pete and I, I prefer to call him Uncle Pete because I feel like our relationship is just at that level. Because yeah, we, yeah. you know, we're we're that. Cl- he tweeted. He he recognized one of my tweets. Um, so. So, a little backstory about the the pre-war bonnet and the jokes. Um, if you guys want to, what do you hear mean it. jokes? Uh, <laughs> it's a very serious matter. So it really is. So, <laughs> so basically, you know, I mentioned I'm a streamer, um, and I had mentioned to you guys earlier. Fallout Four was my first Fallout. Um, mm-hmm. True story. However, prior to actually playing Fallout Four, or Fallout Three, or Fallout New Vegas, my husband played Fallout Four. And I would sit there and I'd watch him play. And so I started, like, Googling these stories because he'd read a terminal and I'd be reading it behind him. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I just started Googling and just reading article after article, story after story. I'm pretty sure I've read the Fallout wiki too many times to count. So, that was me in high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, just, I'm just nerding out 15 years after the fact. So, <laughs> so uh, I, play, I played Fallout 4 played it a ton i was like oh my god i love this game this is i i'm just i can't believe i never actually played this game and i only ever read all this stuff on it so 
found out they had a sale on Xbox. I used to be a uh, console <clears throat> user. There's, and, nothing, uh, wrong There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I know. Vince is still a console user. Well, I like the feel of a controller. <laughs> yeah, you can use a controller on PC and it looks better. Um, anywho, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Finally, someone gets it. So, so uh, they had a sale on, on Xbox, or maybe it's not a sale. Maybe it's just how, because the games are so old. So New Vegas and uh, and Fallout 3 were both like 10 bucks a piece. And so oh, wow. I put out to my community, and I was like, guys, you guys want to see me? Like, you've seen me play, like, Drunk Fallout 4. You guys want to see, like, Drunk Fallout 3? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, Mrs. Z, let's do it. So I'm like, all right, all right. So I start off with Fallout 3, because that one came first. So, uh, I, I start playing it, and one night I am just super inebriated, um, as, as is, for whatever reason, that's how I play Fallout, and, um... As is tradition. As is tradition, exactly, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a drunk fallout uh, Fallout gameplay with Mrs. E if I'm not drunk, so, uh... <laughs> it is implied in the title. It, yeah, exactly. You have integrity, you 100%. stick to your format. Yes, 100%. So, um... So I'm, I'm like, all right, so we're just running around and I don't even, I, I was, I was so inebriated. I don't even remember where I picked up my very first pre-war bonnet, but I remember putting it on my character and I had the, I think I had the Chinese stealth suit on. That's, that's normally my go-to now for like three and, and new Vegas is I'm always in the Chinese stealth suit. And, uh, and so I go in and I put it on and like, you go to the, the screen where you can kind of see yourself in third person Mm-hmm. And I went, oh my god, y'all, look at my hat! Y'all, this is this is a thing. We can no longer play Fallout if there is not a fucking pre-war bonnet on my head. Like, this, this 100% has to happen. I went, like, full Southern Belle. I was like, oh... Yes. Hi, darlings. Let's see what we can do today. Um, all right, I'm gonna need you to go stand over there so I can shoot you. Let's make this... And it was just like... The pre-war bonnet made the outfit. So start New Vegas a couple months later after I finally beat three. Same thing, except for instead of actually going to try to find Benny, it's can we find the pre-war bonnet? Like I, <laughs> I know, I know we're looking for Benny, but I mean he we can, can fuck. He can wait. Yeah, we can fuck Benny later. Like he's on our <laughs> list. We we really need to get this pre-war bonnet. And I remember searching like every house. Just, like, looking every time I'd see clothes, I'd be like, oh, I wonder if they got a pre-war bonnet on them. Like, and just people in my chat just instantly, like, my community just thought it was hilarious. Like, they always knew. They were like, all right, when's Miss Siegel find this damn bonnet so we can get to Benny already? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It was just, I don't know, it was just like a drunk joke that became a permanent staple on accident. (laughs) (laughs) So... Would you like to explain how Pete Hines gets in the mix? Yeah, so I know this, to make a long story longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they announced Fallout seventy six, and I think it was probably about maybe a month or two ago. I was talking to some other friends on an entirely different Discord, and I was like, "Hey, I wonder if the pre war bonnet's going to be in seventy six because it wasn't in Fallout four, and I really feel like that ruined my experience." <laughs> Even though, even though I played Fallout 4 first, I always knew that there was something missing. I just didn't know what it was. They retroactively destroyed everything. Exactly. So, I can take lore retcons, but no pre-war bonnet. Yeah. So, uh, 
<laughs> oh no, we can we can get up to we can get into lore and why why logically the the bonnet will be there, but we'll, we'll get to that. So um, <laughs> so I started like randomly tweeting, and I can go back through my Twitter. Actually, I don't even honestly I don't remember what it was. I think it was just somebody tweeted something at one point about something that was going to be in Fallout seventy six, and I was like, yeah, but I mean, is the pre war bonnet coming back? <laughs> And it and anybody that like streams or whatever tells you like you need to have a community, you need to make your own Discord, you need to you need to get on Twitter so that people know that you're a streamer. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure people know that I'm a streamer because you know I don't play video games unless I'm streaming. And uh, <laughs> I was like, my name's Purple on Discord all the time. Um, and but but people are very much like you have to go on Twitter, you have to like really pushing Twitter. So I'm just like, cool, whatever. Uh, so I just offhandedly made this comment, and it just it it just took off. Like, people started liking it and laughing at it. Now, And when I say people, I mean, like, prior to the pre-war bonnet thing, I was getting, like, one or two likes. And now every time I mention, like, the pre-war bonnet, for, for a point, I was getting, like, five or six likes. Oh, wow. So, uh, I know, right? Oh, That's double. a huge improvement. Double. Yeah. I mean, You're really I'm, coming I, up in the world. I know. Like, <laughs> it's like a 200, 300% improvement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was, you know, you just, you take the little things in life. Yeah. I know I'm never going to be as big as as um, what's that ninja guy with the blue hair? I'm I'm never oh, going to yeah. be yeah I'm never going to be ninja. I 100 percent forty accept that. million followers because he plays a children's game. I mean, you know, but but you know what? He does it and he does it well. Yeah, it does it well. It does I mean, it well. I can't I can't be mad at that. Like to each their own. So I, obviously, I never want to be that big ever. Uh, just yeah, I, that's I, I you value can't even my, go to Walmart anymore. Exactly. Like I value yeah. my privacy to an extent. So it was just kind of like me, like looking at my husband, being like, "Oh, hey, babe, look, I got I got six likes on this one." So, so then about a month ago, um, I started a joke and I started tweeting at Bethesda and at uh, the Fallout Twitter, and it was Bethesda, Bethesda Studios, and Fallout, all three of their Twitters. I would tweet maybe like once a day. I'd be like, "Hey, any any word on that Fallout uh, pre-war bonnet coming back in '76?" And I, I never got a response. I got a few likes, a few LOLs, a few retweets, and it was just like whatever. So then somebody had retweeted it and added it to DC Deacon, and I was like, oh, "I wonder if Uncle Pete knows." Maybe maybe Uncle Pete knows. So, so then I thought, you know, maybe maybe these guys are too big. Maybe I need to go for like the next group. So you know, the next group is uh, is going to be is, is Pete. So I'm like, all right. So in all fairness, I probably tweeted to him seven or eight times. I cannot confirm how many times something I tweeted was retweeted back to him, tagging him. Oh, shit. So, yeah, so that was the thing is that I got, (laughs) I got my community involved in it and people, (laughs) yeah, so people that were outside of my community also became involved. Like if, if they were friends on other, you know, fallout servers that I'm on, you know, they gradually, like I was already talking to him on Twitter. I'm already talking to him on discord. We're kind of laughing about it. This is a good idea, right? So, yeah, we're going to start doing this. So then about two, I think it was about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, I started a competition um, with my with my community. And I was like, hey, guys, here's the deal. I will give 
like five dollars. I'm I'm not I'm not you know Mr. Moneybags. I was like I'm not give, ninja. Yeah, yeah, I'm not ninja. <laughs> I was like I'll, I'll give five dollars to whomever comes up with the best Fallout pre-war bonnet memes. I was like, uh-huh, they're awesome. not. So Bethesda is not listening to me just asking and just commenting on posts. Maybe, maybe they want to see it. Maybe they don't remember what it looks like. It's, <laughs> it's been like 12 years. Maybe they just don't remember. So they start making memes. And I've, I've literally got on my Discord, I've got, um, I've got an entire channel dedicated. It's in its own separate area. And it's dedicated pre-war bonnet memes. Some fantastic stuff there. Oh, yeah. Huge. Amazing. (laughs) I know um, I had my two main people that were competing, uh, Highest Wing Zero and Red Conquer. Both of them, I mean, it would be like, bam, bam, bam. Every every other day I would, would, like, pull up Discord and there would be, like, a new meme. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I love it. So I... That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So I started... Link me uh, to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll (laughs) send you guys links as well, yeah. So I... um, so I started, uh, like, tweeting them out. And I'd be like, hey, Bethesda, Bethesda Studios, Fallout. How about that? And I would just leave, like, the hashtag, bring back the bonnet. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, yeah, I, it, it got, I mean, I think it had 90 hits at one point. But, um, it got to the point wow. where people would search the hashtag and just be like, yeah. they knew the story immediately. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so I uh, I did that a couple times, and then I remember last week, like it was actually Monday morning before he tweeted back at me. I he Pete had responded to somebody else about I don't know what the question was that he responded to, and I went in my Discord and I was like, guys, I'm just I'm kind of bummed. Like I don't even feel like I'm asking that much. Can I just get like a like or like a maybe or something? Like. <laughs> I'm not getting any responses on my tweets. So, oh, no, no, no. Senpai. Oh, wait. Something, yeah, I know, right? So something did happen, though, prior to that. So Friday, I or I think it was like Wednesday, the Wednesday before that, I DM'd White Collar, and I was like, hey, I have a, a super top secret favor, and oh. I you're the only person that I trust with this. And he was like, he was like, okay, I've got, I've got tests this week. And I was like, no, no, no I, I, know, I know you guys school. I'm not telling you not to learn. Just go learn. But just know that I have a sec- like a super secret, like top secret thing I need you to help me with. And he's like, okay. So I think it was Friday night. He was done with everything. And I told him, I was like, all right, dude, here's the deal. I want to make a Bring Back the Bonnet YouTube video. Like I want an entire YouTube video on why Fallout 76 has not confirmed or denied the pre-war bonnet. I've been tweeting at these people for a month. I have gotten no response. And at that point, I was tweeting <laughs> different memes to Bethesda, Bethesda Studios, and uh, Fallout at least twice a day. And I was uh, I was tweeting at, at, at Pete. Maybe, again, it was, I, I counted, I went through my Twitters, and I think I only directly tweeted to him like seven or eight times. So, <laughs> so yeah, thank you. So, uh, so Friday, I had all the footage made, and I uh, sent everything to White Collar, and I wrote up a script. I recorded everything. He was nice enough to uh, edit the the sound and everything, and yeah, he's he's amazing. <laughs> he's like seriously number one. So well, I uh, wanted to spread the good word, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's already part of the cult. So he's like, he's like a what is it like? A, oh, oh, I'm in this church for sure. The, oh yeah, what is it's it? Like wait, a prophet. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the prophet white collar. <laughs> I'm in there. Yeah, you're the pope. He's, he's the one that's sharing the good word. Exactly. Yeah. So, Let door to door guy. <laughs> so we released that. I think, did we release it like Saturday? Could not tell you. I feel like it was, just, yeah. I know. It was on my channel. You reeled about. Um, <laughs> she uploaded it for the record yeah i uploaded it he made it for me and i uploaded it so, so i think i think we released it on like i don't know i think it was it was that weekend it was that weekend it was either yeah. saturday or sunday so then monday comes around and it had it actually had like 40 or 50 views that i was super surprised about and so then you know that monday morning again bummed out no response from pete and i'm just like what the fuck like and so i had sent him like a super nice uh, in my opinion, it was super nice because <laughs> I looked at it like this is how I would write like a work email. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, good morning, DC Deacon. I hope you're having a great day. If you have a moment to spare, would you please let us know if the pre-war bonnet will be making a comeback in Fallout 76? Thank you for your time. Have a great weekend. Signed, Mrs. E. Hashtag bring back the bonnet. That one got 10 likes. I'm just saying. Wow. So <laughs> corporate bitch comes out and, you know, you get more likes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, uh, you know, so Monday morning rolls around. So I just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to be the last time I try. <laughs> and then it was, hey, De- Deacon, DC Deacon, can you confirm if the pre-war bonnet will be back in Fallout 76? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the bonnet. <laughs> and I pull up Twitter, like maybe two, two or three hours later and I get a response from Pete Hines with the check mark. I will give you ten American dollars to please stop asking me this question. <laughs> or not, not asking me this question. I'm sorry. I will give you ten American dollars to please stop asking this question. He doesn't care if I'm asking him or asking anybody else. He just. So I'm just thinking he hadn't had his coffee yet, um, and he had a really long weekend. I think that was the same weekend that they were doing the big. Bethesda thing oh. in Greenbrier. I don't yeah. know if it was the same weekend or if it was the week before that. Regardless, I'm sure he was busy. Um, my tweet got 57 likes. His response got 348 so far. I was on both. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. Some people, some people liked both. More people liked his, which, you know. But I just, I responded back. You know, I'm like, you know what? No need to pay me. I'll quit asking. Made my day with the response. Can't wait for the beta to drop. But uh, that's awesome. For the record, we've we may have lost the battle. We haven't lost the war. <laughs> the a, war rages on. A good a good general knows when to pull back her troops until. Well, she's at this point, it's a holy war. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can't stop picturing. I can't stop picturing the children of Adam and just a bunch of like gangly misfits wearing pre-war bonnets, <laughs> and they're just like beating each other with like garden shovels. I just. Oh God! It's gonna be a mod for Fallout. <laughs> and like everyone's year. wearing white bonnets, but then like someone who's like a bonnet just like hater gets killed by the main bonnet holder, and then just dips the white bonnet in their blood. Like the red caps. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No. Logically, though. Here. Logically and lore-wise, I mean, okay, everything lasts in Fallout. If you yeah. look at from Fallout New Vegas to Fallout 4, those are the three latest years in Fallout that we've had. They mm-hmm. all have Blamcrow mac and cheese, um, sugar bombs, Nuka-Cola. All of that stuff has lasted 
well past the expiration date. You've got clothing that is well past the expiration date. Uh, technically, pot, uh, cotton clothing lasts 25 to 40 years before... Really? Yes. That's a true story, scientific fact. Um, cotton clothing will last anywhere from 25 to 40 years if well-maintained. So oh, logically, oh, okay. the pre-war bonnet should not only be in Fallout 76 because of the time frame, it should be in pristine condition. It should be plentiful. Like, yes. Yeah, really. Yes. Do you think... It should be all over the place. Yes, I agree. So, okay, <laughs> here's an idea then. Yeah. You brought up the whole Southern Bell thing. Yes. This is West Virginia. Oh, yes. Mm. How far is West Virginia from Kentucky? It's not. Uh, like, it, they're literally next border. door to each other. Yeah. Same okay. border. They share a border. I should know that, but I went to a public school. <laughs> now. <laughs> I love that's your excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I need to use that one. I'm gonna that, that means the Kentucky, the Kentucky, can't even say it right, the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh. god. Does, does everyone see the dots that I'm connected? Yeah. There's a real Pepe um, Sylvia yeah. kind of situation going on right oh now. Oh my yeah. god. Totally. There's going to be a whole totally. arena of bonnets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally picking up what you're putting down here. Yeah. Now, what if, just to spite you, DC Deacon, our, our Papa Pete, he went to God Howard's office himself. And he's like, remove all the pre-war bonnets except <laughs> one. We are going to put this one pre-war bonnet in a lockbox, in a military compound, in a vault, lock the key, kind of like an emperor's new groove, like put the flea in a box, right. the box in another box, and then hit it with a hammer right. kind of situation, but with the hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what if it's like this treasure hunt? Like, the game gets released and Pete Hines is like, at Mrs. E, find the one. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Then, you know what? Game on. 100% game on. I'm sold. Oh. And if they decide to add it to Creation Club in a year for 100 bucks, I'm starting a crowdfunder because I have an offspring <laughs> that I have to feed first. <laughs> I'll start saving now. <laughs> oh, my God. I, uh, That's I look, fantastic. I look forward to that possibility. And now that I'm, I'm thinking dedicated. about it. I'm, 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 you know, repicturing the the Fallout Four pre brief pre war moments, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, and and when you're walking through the street, or whatever, no one's wearing any hats. What kind of bullshit is that? Who doesn't yeah. wear a hat? It's a bright, sunny Saturday. Who's not wearing a hat? I'm like, you're not sitting at the dinner table. Well, put a yeah. hat on. Yeah, right. You're outside, you know, going to the park or whatever. You don't have a hat on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Animals. Yeah, they are. Damn, <laughs> I'm trying to think of all of the even the the in game pre war footage they've shown us. For the trailers, and nobody has a hat on. Right, I know. To, no, to be you fair, know who though, the only person who has a hat on is who? No, who? The Voltec rep. <gasps> oh, you're right. Oh my god, y'all. Voltec calling. They've taken all the bonnets. If the Voltec. Oh my god, what if the overseer? Because you know we have to leave the the vault for seventy six, right? And I'm, the overseer's a... gone, right? What if she has the bonnets? It's all the bonnets. Oh my god, that's the whole. That's the main quest. <laughs> that's the whole quest. The it's, not, it's not find the water chip. It's it's not find your your daddy or, or your son. It's find the overseer. Find the bonnet. Oh my god, that oh that reminds me of a movie. I can't remember what it is now though. Shoot, brain fart. Pre-war bonnet vault. Oh, there's like a no. Is it? Oh, it kind of reminds. So okay, so you know, Bioshock had the um, Bioshock Infinite had the. Um, I didn't. Break. I didn't play it. Oh, okay. There's a part, and it's not a spoiler. It's it's well known through the game. Bring us the girl, ba- uh, 
wipe away the debt. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's a big thing in, in Bioshock Infinite, and so it's like find the find the overseer, find the pre-war bot, <laughs> or like something. <laughs> <laughs> like all the lores is actually around it. So speaking like, of seventy six and the location and the time and the everything, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the the new footage that has come out. No, yes. no. You haven't oh, seen any of it. I have been avoiding it like, well, I've seen what Bethesda has officially posted. I have not watched what other people have posted from their experience at Greenbrier or whatever. I've been avoiding it like the plague. I hope I didn't okay. spoil anything. No, you're good. Okay, okay. So, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. You're good, you're good. <clears throat> I, want, I want to jump into a little bit of it. Go for it, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Just don't expect me to know very much. Okay, cool. I just didn't want you to be like, no, my virgin ears. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. Right. no, no, no. We just I'll have live. to use code words now. So whenever you refer to the vault, <laughs> call it a strawberry. Okay. And uh... <laughs> So, okay. All right. Then I'll go with that. So I was watching one video and they were saying that a lot of the people, if you, if you watch some of the videos, there was four people in a group at a time, which I think is the max. And a lot of the people that were there had no clue anything about the game that weren't, like, YouTubers. Oh my god, I know. I saw that. I was so disappointed with that. So, I was watching one video, and the guy's like, Oh, I found another strawberry. I'm really good at this hint game. And... He's like, oh, I found another one. Oh. And then they look... <laughs> it took you a second. <laughs> it did. I was like, what? <laughs> so conf- All right, now I'm with... <laughs> uh, so he, he's like, I found a strawberry. I got one, I got one, I got one. And the the game dev like was perplexed and looked over, and he just opened up the uh, lock-picking minigame. <laughs> and he was like, no, you didn't. Go back into the wasteland. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of what I've seen about it so far is really really neat. Like the hollow tapes are way longer. I love that. Like in and, like in text format or in audio format? No, in audio. audio format. Like you know how you'd find oh. like a like a hollow tape, an in, audio tape. Yeah, and it's just like this is Doctor da 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 da, and yeah. I did this, and okay, my terminal code is this, and then it's over. Yeah, this one you get like a bio, an intro, a thesis, or a, a, a hook statement, like wow. like a whole like. All right, and look out for my next audio book coming. Like you get a whole like huh. thing. Like it's not just the one video I was watching. The guy's like playing a tape and like walking around. You can see he's like trying to find something to do, and he's like, uh, "All right, I only got three hours. Can we hurry this up a little bit?" Like, and what you know what like I I kind of agree and kind of disagree with the way they did Greenbrier because I don't, it was okay what no I don't know what Greenbrier is oh it's it's the the event that they did yeah so, oh 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 yeah so yeah, Greenbrier yeah. is an actual hotel that is in West Virginia that's also oh. in the game and it was oh. a legitimate. Um, it was a Fallout bunker, so it was not a shelter, but it was right. if the bombs dropped, all yeah. of Congress was to go there uh, huh. in the in the pre-war. And basically, what happened is um, some reporters got ears of it back in the '90s, and they outed it in '92. So the government, really? uh, yeah, so the I, government gave it back to to Greenbrier. Wow. I think, but I think at that point they had already 
not been using it. Yeah, like it hadn't actually been used. I think a lot of the right, relics right. in there that are still in there that they used kind of like as a hotel today are, are actually like legit the Cold War stuff, whereas I think the Cold War had been over with for a couple of years at that point. Okay, yeah. We got a couple of those where I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the way they did it was, from what I understand, is they threw, like, a big party, kind of like Reclamation Day. Because you oh. wake up, and it's like, oh, I'm a little hungover, I have to leave the vault. Wow. So, and then, so, okay, there will be an episode where I kind of go into why I think Fallout 3 is the greatest game ever devised. <laughs> yes. And, and a yes. lot of it is just theme and things that are just thematic with the world. And the whole theme so far of 70, 76 has been, you wake up... You have been in this vault for pretty much your entire life. Because if you leave and you're a 19-year-old character, you were born six years into the project. Yeah. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You've so, never seen the sky. You don't. Yeah. yeah you don't okay. know what what you don't know what real blue is. You think <laughs> blue is your jumpsuit. You don't look up in the sky and say that is beautiful and breathtaking. And we live on this planet. So. Mm-hmm. You leave the vault, and all these videos are coming out and showing these people leaving the vault. Where I think almost kind of in like a wrong way to do it, they showed these people's first experiences leaving the vault and waking up and rummaging around outside and trying to figure out how this game works and the mechanics. And like, I'm not upset because oh, I'm like a, I'm like a crack addict. I want it. I need it in me and I need it now. <laughs> But so, at the same time, I feel like I kind of cheated myself because I'm not going to get that same experience. I'm going to go, oh, that's there, and that's there, and in that video, that guy picked up that that was there. So it's like, I've already about, it's given... like It's like the opening to Fallout 3 where you get that scenic overlook. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't look at. And every Fallout game that's come out since 3, I have... I have not spoiled it for myself where I want that first time you see sunlight to be special for me because yeah. I remember the first time in Fallout 3 when I opened my eyes and went, oh, fuck, which, again, we'll get into at a later date, but yeah. I just, like, that was such a powerful thing for me, and then when I mm. left in New Vegas, I was like, all right, that could have been better, but 4, I had that feeling again of just, like, fuck, like, ah, what do I it's do? Like here, it's welcome. Here I am. I think so you're saying you don't like the fact that the, that Greenbrier showed you all that already. Is that yeah. what I'm, Is that what I'm it, understanding? It, kind of. I, I kind of like like I liked it because I I'm I just I just want more footage. Like I hate okay. when I go on like and I know I sound hypocritical. I know I'm an asshole. Sorry. No, you're but, good. When when I when I go on Twitter, like, and I feel like this is one of the main reasons why they did it. When I go on Twitter, you have to see all these people that are constantly tweeting at Pete Hines and constantly tweeting at Fallout and constantly tweeting at Bethesda, just being like, "Where is the where's the gameplay? Where's the beta news?" Like, give them a fucking break. They're yeah. they've got a, their hands full. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're okay. building a brand new game, uh, pretty much except for the assets yeah. from the ground up. Like they're they're trying something they've never done before. If the beta doesn't come out to the end of October, which we now know it's not coming out to the end of October, mm-hmm. fine. Like, I like I don't know. I just I just think that um, people just think because because a game studio makes a game that they're just entitled to every little detail about the game. Like Fallout Four. If I'm stuck at a part, I I go online, which 
I'm not, but I'm saying if I was, <laughs> I'd go online and look something up and be like, oh, okay, that's there. But, like, Fallout 3, I remember I thought I was one of the few people that actually knew anything about Fallout 3 because I lived in a small town where nobody had played it other than myself and a few other people. So I would have to, like, call people and be like, dude, where the fuck is Lincoln's Repeater? Like, there was a yeah. dude I was friends with on Xbox, so I'd be like, dude, I can't find, I can't find Old Painless. And he'd be oh, like, okay. all right, dude, go to Dave. And, like, you know what I mean? So yes. All of this yeah. is now out, and it's like, good. The expectations are insanely high, mm. but it's like it's never enough for people. So I don't know how you guys feel, and Mrs. EU as well, about, I mean, you've more recently than I have seen all of the recent, like, intro videos, so to, to Fallout games, Fallout 3, New Vegas 4, etc., mm. all those... uh all those re- those intro videos you get right before you start playing the game for Fallout Three, it's you know the the zoom out of the of the med- of the bus. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, right, you, yeah. So and then you've the Vegas. reveal trailers. Right. Well, yes. yes. Uh, but for me, <clears throat> those older games and Fallout Four, <clears throat> and I don't re- I don't recall seeing the intro video to Fallout Four prior to actually playing it. I don't know if they released it or not. But uh, that was kind of that kind of took it uh, when I saw the Fallout Seventy Six because Bethesda posted it. When I saw the Fallout Seventy Six intro video like the one that you see when you start the game i was like wow that i am not you know i'm not gonna i don't know it it, it took i think you know i recognize that i'm not gonna have that same feeling of of uh, i guess of novelty but it's a that's a very poor way to phrase it um of no i agree with you i know what you're trying to say right so like you know you're not gonna have the aha moment yes you're not gonna have the you don't have the yeah yeah yeah, I'm losing the words there, but yes. No, I yeah, I get you, I get you. So, out of curiosity, as someone who's seen them recently, Mrs. E, have you? Which did you prefer of your of your introductory aha moments? We already know that Vince's favorite is Fallout Three. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> um, so I have two different kind of things. So I think my favorite opening, well, like when you're leaving the vault, is Fallout Four. And that's just because I'm a total, like, color whore. Like, ah. <laughs> I I love paintings. I love color. I love, like, yeah, vibrancy. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so when you see, like, when you leave the vault in Fallout 4 and you just see just the waste. And I, and I think that, honestly, I think if I saw that exact same scene in Fallout 3, but they didn't have that, like, green, like, filter that mm-hmm. they have in Fallout 3. Like, I understand why they have it. But I feel like if I could see that exact same scene in Fallout 3, I feel like it would have meant more if that, for me personally. To have the, I see. To have yeah. less of a washed out way. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. Yeah, I love the different, like, EMB shaders and color mods for Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Because yeah. I feel like it really breathes, like, literal new life into it, even if you mm-hmm. have no other mods. Just a weather mod, a light mod, and a shader. It's yes. new life. Yeah, I agree. My, I mean, even when I switched over from playing Fallout New Vegas on console to playing Fallout New Vegas on PC, I it was and I didn't have any mods, and it was just because of the difference in graphics and stuff. I was like, this almost feels like a new game. Everything was much more uh, powerful. Really? PC. Yeah, it just felt like in a, it. I literally played the game again, completely vanilla, just because it it looked so different. Well, not so different. It looked different enough that to me, it was it was. It was more beautiful than the than the first time I had played it. Um, 
I feel like a hard thing to put your finger on too is that the PC's draw distance is ridiculous compared yes. to the consoles. So you get this sense of scale because you see things in the distance. Yeah, that that was a big factor. Being able to see on on like a you know if you have your draw distance increased, being able to see more of of uh, of New Vegas like when you're you know still at Good Springs and stuff is is just unreal. It's it's amazing. It really puts the game in sort of a scope. Really. That, uh, that you that yeah. I didn't I didn't get when playing on console. Yeah, I don't mean to. I'm not saying that just um just to just to because I, I personally love console. I still play it. Um, uh, but it's just that was one of those differences that I didn't expect to have. And to be uh, to be fair, I didn't ex- really expect any except for mods. But that was one of those differences that I did not expect and immediately noticed. Literally as soon as the game booted, huh. I was like, "Wow, this is insane." Um, so if, yeah, if you if you haven't, Vince, I would highly recommend playing the older Fallout's on uh, on a beefier mach- on a beefier machine if you have one. If you have that, you know, if you have that option. I have a decent computer. I just have a shit graphics card. And Declan yeah. gave me his old graphics card. I just haven't bought the cables to put it in. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm lazy. Don't yell at me. <laughs> no, no, I, I can relate. Um, yeah, that and uh, between that. And the biggest difference, hands down, bar none, that you can make between playing a game on on like the Xbox 360 versus playing a game on on the PC is having, say, any of the Fallout games, especially. But uh, continuing the example, of Fallout New Vegas, having Fallout New Vegas on a solid state drive with a good graphics card and a good processor is quite literally just a just a different experience because really? one, it's one, a dream. Load times are almost oh, non-existent. God, yeah. And uh, so it's like when you go in in between the strip and stuff, you you have you have you don't have that that delay Three that takes you cool out down. of it. Yeah, yeah, you don't have that delay that takes you out of it. I mean, popping in between the different zones of uh, of of the strip versus back into the wasteland is so immediate that you know you can stay. You don't have time to stop and look at your phone or whatever, and you can stay invested in your travels and stuff. And it just uh, it's it definitely just changes the experience in ways that. Huh. I, I did not. I did not. You know, predict when I made. It's the little things. The, the switch. It is. It is. It really is. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. It's yeah. just like the little like, like I don't know how how deep you go for like Red Dead. Like this new Red Dead that's oh. coming out. God, don't get me just. Mm, yeah. Don't get yeah. me started. Uh, I'm aroused. Yeah. So many little things. Yeah. That the ball you, shrink. I was gonna say, have you, have you heard the? Yeah. Have you heard the the news about the the mini map? No. If no. you turn, supposedly, I, this is very unconfirmed. I heard this from a third third party, but supposedly there was a someone at the at Rockstar stated that if you turn the minimap off in your options, the dialogue with NPCs will change so that they give you directions to your destination using like no. landmarks and roads and stuff. Yeah, get the that's, fuck! Don't lie to me. No, that's I that's swear to God. If I insane. can find it, I'll show it to you. I that's saw. Like, yeah, that's like fucking Mar or no, not right. even Morrowind. Was it Morrowind? It's, yeah, awesome. I don't, yeah. I mean, games like I mean, that was that was something that I was like, well, now I'm not playing this game with a mini map, so rip me. But, <laughs> yeah, but did you I did the same thing like, with Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah I didn't play with Breath the, of the any Wild, of the yeah. UI. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's so that's something I'm. Uh, if that's, I really hope it's true. I don't. I don't have any reason to suspect it's not. Again, I heard it from a third party, but if you looked it up, I'm, if you did a minor Google search, I'm sure you could find something about it. Because um, well, I read it on something, I forget where. Did you hear that um, every NPC has a different actor? That cannot be true. Well, okay, I don't know if it is, but apparently, I forget where I saw it, I think it was Twitter, it was, there's a thousand different people, a literal That's one. That's a lot. And, 
Yeah, but I mean, I was listening to uh, the Ham Radio podcast today, and they were talking about it a little bit, that it's going to be 105 gigs to download. Jesus. And they were saying, like, a good portion of that, I mean, Declan, you could probably attest for this, is going to be just audio. Yes. And there's wow. two over 200 species of animal. Now, I don't know if that means, like, 200 uh, animals, or if it's 200, like, different, like, oh, this is a species and a subspecies and a genus. Yeah, I'm like, picturing, like, different colored birds. <laughs> yeah, so, like, 200 of them, even if you're just wow. walking by and a squirrel goes, like, that's a that's a file. Dang. You know oh, what I mean? Course. Like that's, yeah. and there, it's there's so much to having those individual little things that it does add up, and I completely expect it to be around a hundred. Yeah, no, I, I uh, it's I won't be able. I, I could I have to do some serious working to put it on my solid state. Oh no, it's on console. That's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, uh, console. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm clearing e. out my. I'm gonna clear out my secondary solid state if I get it on PC. It's not on PC. Oh, isn't it now? No, no dude. It's not. No, can't can't you do like if you get it on Xbox, you can do crossplay? No, because I thought you can play Xbox games on PC with their that service that they have. Well, you have to connect to your Xbox. You're essentially still playing it on Xbox. Oh, yeah, you're just it's like a Steam into, Link. Yeah, you're just oh, like remoting yeah. into your Xbox, basically. Um, use but, that use that PS4, big boy. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know it was coming on PlayStation. Yeah, I guess that would make that not Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Uh, it's all the DLC, which is kind of shitty, but all the DLC is coming to PlayStation first. Oh, okay. Which, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they, I, it's, I've just gotten used to it that PlayStation just gets the better deals at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if they're going to have bonnets in Red Dead 2. Oh, oh they for God. sure will. Oh, I've already, that's already been in some of the trailers and stuff. No, I mean, but they're like not the that same. I can wear it. Oh, I don't know. I get it depends on the on the character because I don't think it's going to be a custom character. No, it's not. Yeah, so I don't think you're going to be able to play as a girl. I mean, I would imagine not, just because it centers around you know the whole John Marston gang story. Yeah, yeah. but that'd be that would be cool. I agree. Who knows? Maybe. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna open up to a a more open ended question for the two of you. We've spoken about <laughs> it a lot on here before, but what? Are the what are like three things you're looking forward to the most in '76? Ms. Z, start us off. Um, other than the bonnet. Other than the bonnet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's see here. I'm trying to really, honestly, I am very, very excited. I have a lot of friends that are uh, that I've obviously met through um, the Fallout communities and I'm really excited to play a game with them that is actually Fallout and not like PUBG or Sea of Thieves. (laughs) 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 I'm really excited to play games with my friends and I love that it's in the Fallout universe Um, because I think that'll be I think think most of my friends and I we're on the same page about like what we want to see and what we want to do um, I think we all kind of play it for the same reasons. Um, yeah. So I think that is, and it, it's so funny because that's like the one thing that I see most people complaining about. They're like, I don't want a multiplayer game. Yeah. And I'm like, but, but we have, I have friends. Like, maybe I'm just like the one person. <laughs> not all like, of us do. Not all of us do. <laughs> I, I will be their friends. They can join the pre-war bonnet cult with us. Um yeah no i'm actually really excited just to kind of like role play and just have fun with it like i legit if for whatever reason i have to wait a year for mods um i legit want to be a hat salesperson 
Like I feel like hats for sale. I, Caps yeah. for sale. Only pre-war about it. Like all of no, I want to sell all of the hats, but oh, okay. I I'm the only one that gets to wear the pre-war bonnet because you know uh, it's my thing. Um, that's your brand. That's my brand exactly. It's it's the pre-war bonnet hat sales place. Or I don't know. I, we're, you know we're we're still we're still workshopping the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like I think that'd be cool. But then I want to be like a bounty hunter. So I like I Yo. want people I, I cannot wait mm. for the murderers and the griefers to come in because I legit like want to be like, all right, guys, shop's closed. Just got a call. Like, <laughs> it's just cool. like just the silly things that I'm excited about doing, because in this one, like you do have a minor plot um, and I am excited about it because I love the story. Um, but I mean, come on now, everybody like. I'm, I'm sure you guys can relate. I'm sure all of us have fantasized in our mind. Obviously, this would be like a nightmare, but we've all we've no, we've all fantasized like what would it be like to actually live in a post-apocalyptic world? Oh, oh, like <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's not where you guys are going. Um, <laughs> Ron Goldman. <laughs> I mean, like the best part. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no. But the best part about this is it's that you have the other people. To because Apocalypse is inherently community-based. Mm. You die if you're on your own. Yes. This is going to be the rawest form of consuming post-Apocalypse with people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. And I think that's, honestly, I feel like that's where Bethesda got it. Like, think about how big, like, the Hunger Games took off. And, um, gosh, what was the other name of that movie that had that Shelly or Shelby girl in it? Um... Um, that wasn't Maze Runner, was it? No, but Maze Runner is also another, another one, great yeah. example of it. Is that we have been essentially begging for like a post-apocalyptic, like RPG type game. We've been begging for it. Maybe not like outright, but media sales don't lie. Book sales don't True. lie. Mm, All mm-hmm. of this has been huge. But you guys ever so- see the Book of Eli? Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, I have well, not seen it, but I have I have heard about it. I have not read it though. It's Fallout Three, the movie. Mm. Well, I've seen. I've seen the movie. Yeah, 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 the movie, uh, yeah amazing movie. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. But honestly, I mean, even stuff like that. We've been begging for it. The The American populace has been begging for this, and somebody in Bethesda was smart enough to pick up on it. Yeah. Like, it might be, yeah. like, Fallout fans in the Fallout community might be like, screw this, you know, not my Fallout, hashtag not my Fallout. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> I'm never playing this game, you people suck. No. No, they've, honestly, I feel like they've hit the nail on the head. And it's 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 really odd because I've not seen anyone else, like, point out the similarities. Like, like the market has been eating this up for years, at least 10 years. When did you the first something. When did yeah. the first uh, Hunger Games book come out? That came out in, I, th- I think, it, I was in Afghanistan. No, 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 it was prior 12? to that. Because I remember coming home from R&R, and I was flying back to Afghanistan, and I was stuck in an airport. And I picked it up because they said it was on the bestsellers list. And I read it the entire flight back to Afghanistan. And I was like, damn, this is this is amazing. Like, oh my, why did nobody ever write this book before? Like, it's like that thing that, that like my soul has been craving, like this post-apocalyptic <laughs> like fantasy because it's, it's that one thing everybody wants to live through, but nobody actually wants to happen unless you're like, 
I don't even know the right word for what you would be if that's something that you actually want to live in. But An anarchist? <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I feel like even anarchist would be like, oh, fuck me, just kidding, just kidding! Put it back, put it back! Fix <laughs> it. You're not an yeah, anarchist I'd anymore. I'd like one society, please. If there's no society, you can't be an anarchist, so... Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're right. Those are big facts. But yeah, um, no. What about you, Icon? Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like it's probably obvious, but uh, definitely whenever mods and private service support comes out, very intrigued. Uh, look forward to that possibility um, and sort of the, yeah, just sort of the avenues that opens up for... I'm picturing, like, the Grand Theft Auto V roleplay servers, right? But just mm-hmm. like like that, but for Fallout 76, um, which could work well, I think. Uh, I'm excited for... I've, I've heard... From what I've seen, it doesn't appear to be true, but I've heard rumors of um, uh, this being an, an updated version to the creation engine, which I don't, one, see how that's possible given the time frame, and two, again, just the footage doesn't really support that. But uh, It's a very if pretty it, game. It does. It looks very pretty. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. How many video game trailers have you seen that don't look pretty? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Best material uh, out front. No, but even, yeah. like, the footage that people have been putting up, like, I was watching uh, Mr. Matty Plays, and mm-hmm. the footage he had on, I mean, it wasn't in 4K, but it was great. Okay. Well, like, good. it looked yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, Fallout 4, on, again, on P- on a high-end PC running good mods like that, looks unreal. Fallout oh, Vegas yeah. also does the same. You can mod... Oh, have, I agree. Uh, I don't... Yeah. You I can make Fallout New Vegas deal. look better than Fallout 4. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it looks a little too uncanny. Yeah, difference. Like, there's, there's, they're both good. They have their differences, though. Just obviously, there's the atmosphere. But um, so, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see, you know, what sort of truth there is to that statement. Uh, to if this is an updated version of Creation Kit, and what sort of, you know, tweaks we can, uh, or how, what sort of differences we can, um, we can, we can expect. Well, but I think actually, oh sorry, sorry. No, I was going to say it's not like Bethesda's ever lied to us before. No, wow! <laughs> Don't let him whisper those sweet lies in your ears. Yeah. Uh, but well, I think an, a very underrated, or at least not talked about as much benefit that people are expecting is, and like Bethesda said in their E3 presentation, was that Bethesda games are notoriously buggy, um, mm-hmm. so much so that they've become you know staples of their games. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, uh, either one, but. Um, what I think will be interesting to see what sort of ongoing support they have. Fallout 4 they do now and Skyrim SSE because of the Creation Club stuff. But it'll be interesting to see what sort of base level ongoing support they have for an online game that's pretty much necessitates constant patchwork in order for people to you know, in order to avoid the whole exploit thing. Like for example, someone finds a, a you know, a level design bug, they glitch through the map, they get teleported somewhere. I mean, there you go. You've got an exploit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of one of those things that they're going to have to stay on top of that sort of stuff. And so it's going to be really interesting because I think, one, you're going to see a drop-off in mod support for bug fixing. But two, you're going to have dev support bugs fixing, which it, which will be really interesting because Bethesda has never had to do that before at uh, uh, in an ongoing kind of capacity. Um, like for example, bugs in Fallout Four. There are bugs that have been in there since the game launched, and I yeah. mean they're aware of them. It's not that, like they're not aware of them, um, but they just they just never had to fix them because one, either other people took care of it, or or just because it, it wasn't high on the priority list. But this time it kind of will be. So it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that. I think that's my those are my things. <laughs> Very boring things. Mrs. E's no, are way no. better. <laughs> I like, but you know what? I like that because it's it's something that a lot of people overlook. 
Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yes. I do think. I do think it'll be easily overlooked, and people, if if done well, people won't notice it at all, right? Like the yeah, like, hopefully. Yeah, if done well, it'll be, you'll never know. So, uh, Vince, do you want to answer yours? Yeah. Um, I if I'm looking forward to being able to do anything, um, I'm I I just want to be a ghoul. <laughs> like, <laughs> I you. The only game of the Fallout series that you can be a ghoul is the Brotherhood of Steel games that were on the Xbox, and they are not even anywhere close to being canon. (laughs) They are, they, they, it's, no, it's just, it's not even close. I just want, because I think if you're going to play this game where it's a game that's very much roleplay, and I can play as a ghoul, uh, people can be like, I'm not talking to him, he's scorched. And it's like, no, I'm not, I just want to trade. Like, it's, it could be... You know what I mean? Like, you could really play <laughs> up the whole being a ghoul thing. Like, that's yeah. what I always thought was so interesting about Fallout, is that race doesn't exist anymore, because it's not so much of, I don't like him because he's a black guy, or I don't like him because he's a Chinese guy. It's, I don't like him because Well, now, he's... hang on. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, in Fallout, they don't like the Chinese because of, you know... Oh, whole... so, okay, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. But like, like the beginning, the beginning of Fallout Four when you're leaving, uh, when you're leaving Sanctuary is um, there's there's an interracial lesbian couple there, like so obviously oh, yeah. race and things don't like that don't matter anymore. But what does matter is that guy has skin falling off of his face, <laughs> and I don't like that. And I just think it'd be really cool to kind of play with that, like. In a human way and not a designed way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah just yeah. like um, that's what you're saying. With remember, I think it was Rust based on your mm-hmm. IP or something or your Steam ID. They assigned you a race and a gender, mm-hmm. so yeah. you could be a straight white male, and all of a sudden you're a you're like a bisexual Japanese woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could be something so completely different from what you're used to that people were being treated differently in the game. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So I just think if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do it from a role play perspective, because don't get me wrong, one of the role play things I would love to do is is pretend like you're part of the Brotherhood, because apparently they're there, and just say, hey, I, I don't even think they'd be saying ad victorium, but hello, I am from the Brotherhood. Uh, we started on the West. We're trying to make sure things are okay over here. Do you have any technology? Keep it to yourself. Uh, here's a couple <laughs> stim packs. I'm out. Like, I think that'd be so cool to be, like, a cleric, paladin type of, like, and just and just roam the... Because I think a big thing about why people get, like, hooked on a games has a lot to do with their first experiences. Yeah, like, I agree. I've, I've said on, I could agree. I've said on the show before, Declan and I have this friend, Steven, which, shout out Steven, uh, <laughs> he said his, his favorite weapon in any Fallout game is the hunting rifle, because he left 101 and said, fuck the storyline, I'm gonna do whatever I want, found himself in a barn... And, or, I'm sorry, right before he went into a barn that he found, he pulled out a hunting rifle, went inside of the barn, and there's a rad scorpion, and he only had on him a baseball bat, and he's beating the shit out of it, and he has, like, four strength. And then he goes, oh, shit, I have a hunting rifle. And, like, pulled out the hunting rifle and emptied every last shot of the hunting rifle into the scorpion and was like, holy shit, I, that felt like such a triumph. <laughs> so, yeah. So if, if you leave the vault... And say you've never played Fallout before, right? This is your first endeavor into the, the, the universe. I found oh, another vault, guys. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry, strawberry. Oh, it's strawberry. <laughs> uh, and, like, the first thing you see is another person playing, but he's a, 
I wouldn't say this, but the kid might think he's a filthy, rotting shuffler. Like, <laughs> like you, you see what I'm saying? What a like, terrible you, slur. <laughs> I don't like, even know you, what that means. <laughs> you, could, you could have so much fun with just that whole, like, it's a whole different, and I, I get that it could be like, okay, but then you don't take radiation. Okay, we'll make d- bullets do double damage. I'm frail. I'm a ghoul. No, that's what you're saying. I, 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 like, I like that prospect, too. I, I just... I think it'd be so fun. Imagine mm-hmm. having, like, a necropolis or an underworld in 76, where, like... like and I, it was fully established by players, not yes. by the designers. Of like, the yeah, even yeah, if, yeah. Even if It's like, just a hole in the wall that was built up from nothing. Yeah. yeah. I just... I, I think that's, I, the, that's the point. I just... Oh, fuck. I get so excited when I think about this game, because it's literally do whatever the fuck you want... Yeah, I, I I share your enthusiasm, but I also I also try to temper my expectations because I know, I know. Um, because I, I as badly as I want that as much as you do, I try not to let myself get there because I don't I want I don't want, no one wants to be disappointed, and I hope I you know I don't think I will be I don't expect to be disappointed, but uh, all it takes is you know that one the one you know fucking I don't know ninja joins your lobby and you know you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> That's <yeah>. it. <laughs> well, the griefing so. mechanics is from what I saw. Uh, they seem pretty solid. Yeah, That's true. I did you, I did see that. Yeah. If you see Maddie's channel, he has uh, he has one where uh, Juicehead uh, mm-hmm. runs up on him and shoots him, and he shoots back, and it just initiates combat. Oh, I see. So it, it's kind of like, a, like, a, like a slapping of a glove. Like you slap me with the glove, I slap <laughs> you with the glove. A duel at at dawn. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm with I, you. I, I just fuck. I want to play this game. <laughs> yeah. I play this game like, so badly. <laughs> I think We're we all do. There. I think we all do. I, I don't even think I'm going to play the beta. To be completely honest. Oh really? I know I will. I, I, oh yeah. I, I wanted to. I'm, I'm gonna beta as much as I can. <laughs> I just want to break as much as I can shit. afford. Oh damn it! I want no. If I play the beta, it's gonna be because the character travels over, and I want to make sure I get my character to look exactly how I want. So even if it takes me three hours to leave the vault, fine. <laughs> I want my character to look <laughs> as much as I want him to be as the character I have in mind. Yeah, that's fair. I just actually am interested in trying to break the damn thing. I don't think you understand how excited I am for that. <laughs> well, no, I... You got a first crack at destroying Bethesda's game. Oh, I'm going to be so good at it. Oh, I'm just going to find... I'm just going to run into all the corners and fall through. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> See, but you come from the modding background. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like, yeah. I wouldn't think to say, like, even speedrunners. Like, speedrunners are like, oh, how can I get from here to there? Like right, that. yeah. Where I just think of, like, how do I, how do I blow it up? I'm with you. I'm with you. I tell people that people, especially people that want to, like in um, in a couple of Discord servers that I'm in, people that want to start getting into modding, and they ask me for advice and all this sort of stuff, and you know what can I do, and blah blah blah. Uh, one of the big things I try to tell them, um, besides this is more work than you think it is. Besides that, is uh, I try to tell them, you know, this is a giant curtain that's going to be pulled back. And, and you will never, ever look at any of these games, especially Bethesda games. Uh, other games, not so, you know, not so much, but especially Bethesda games. The illusion is totally gone. You will never... I, I, can't, uh, I can't play any Elder Scrolls or Fallout game without imagining, um, you know, what it would look like in the, in the creation kit and looking at all the... And, you know, looking at all the invisible markers and the lighting and just... I can't, I can't do that anymore. The illusion is gone and you're, and you're left with 
with you know you're you're wondering how they put these pieces together and and that sort of that beautiful painting you you start to see the pixels instead of you see what I'm saying yeah it's, see uh, I I do that tricky. already I I studied game design in school uh, well, so yeah. um, I do that with every single game that I encounter mm-hmm. and it's like kind of torture but also kind of like amazing yeah you think about all the work that goes into it right you trade out one fun you know you trade out the enjoyment of the illusion for the enjoyment of analyzing this sort of stuff and uh that's a very niche group of people who enjoy that uh but it's that it's something that you really pretty much can't get back once you (laughs) once you once that happens you don't get to just turn that switch off so i I caution once the game design cherry is popped (laughs) (laughs) see that reminds me of uh there was a guy who was like a really competitive smash player and mm-hmm. he would design games, so he was so good at Smash because he just saw hitboxes. Yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't have that sixth sense. I'm not Bruce Willis. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's not really a sixth sense, but it's like I, you could probably imagine it with something. I don't know. You've either studied in school or you've read about, read a lot about, or something like that, or you know that sort of thing. I yeah. mean, you can apply it to anything. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. the illusion. It's like when you have when you taste a delicious sauce and you know what went into it, oh, right? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god, it's that kind of thing. Okay, all you yeah. had to do is put it into the put it through the analogy of food, and I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you could taste difference. the rosemary. You could taste any. You could taste all the, the components. Time. People you cook for will always appreciate your food more than you will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That that is scientifically yeah. proven. Yeah. If you make a sandwich for somebody. And they make the exact same sandwich. Every single ingredient's identical. The sandwich that was made for them will taste better because they didn't have yeah. to do any effort into it. Yeah, it's yeah. It, this is kind of it's kind of ruined for you like that. <laughs> that's what my tax dollars paid for. Yeah, <laughs> sandwich research. How we doing on the cure for cancer and AIDS? I'm sorry. <laughs> Sandwiches? Okay. All right. Whatever. Oh my God, that's a whole other topic. Like, if you've actually seen what Congress approves money to be researched on, that's like a whole hey, other migraine. I like my sandwiches, all right? I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking like they have some crazy stuff that has been allowed and like approved in the budget. Like, crazy, crazy theories that you're like, well, why are my tax dollars? Nothing will surprise me anymore in the country of the United States of America. Pizza is a vegetable. Ooh. Oh yeah, no pizza is a vegetable. Yeah, pizza I like that. is Confirmed. my favorite vegetable. I like that. That's ridiculous. But Declan, <laughs> what is uh, what what are you looking forward to? If we haven't really already touched upon it, um, I'm definitely looking forward to the role play, mostly because like I have been doing Fallout D and D for like years at this point. And I've always been the person behind the curtain, kind of like pulling all the strings. And I finally get to be thrusted into that role of the player again. And I get to still interact with you guys. So I don't have a character because I'm the DM. I need to now come into this world with you guys where I presumably we're going to play our Fallout D&D characters. And I'm just going to be this this schmuck that shows up. (laughs) That's like, hi, yeah, I'm the god of this world. And you just need to take that at face value. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm probably going to end up playing like a perception, like tactician kind of person. So I can still pull the strings a little bit, but all within the bounds of the game. And I think that's going to be a really interesting feeling for me. Yeah, that sounds like because you more work because like I, I know that my players have already become very comfortable in their roles. We've been playing for two, three years. Oh wow, more! Wow, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. I'm also really excited for 
I love exploring like nooks and crannies. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to just find a shack and just like explore it and look at all the little things that were put there by hand. And like find like a hollow tape that sends me on a wild goose chase to find someone dead in a gutter. <laughs> Hopefully none of like, the, the things are floating. I I I love that stuff. Just it's this like someone had to put that there. Like that's me thinking about the game design again. But that's where I get off on that. Like I just someone has to put that there and perfectly design this. And I loved thinking about that and and yeah. just finding those little things that are put throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of I I can totally see where you're coming from because uh, because like I said before. I uh, I don't I, I lack the sort of creative aspects like write, the writing the art I can't do any of that so the fact that someone had the foresight to to you know twist out this story of this note's going to go here and that'll lead them here and and you know then they'll uncover this secret and then that'll make them want to go here the, the fact that someone had the creative mind to put all that together is just beyond me so I I, I totally see where you're coming from there yeah that I that, I love that mm-hmm. cool yeah. cool that's so oh go on. are you thinking that it's about that time. I think it's about that time. So before we uh, before we end the show, I do have something I want to give to you guys for being our special guests. <laughs> so I'm gonna drop in our in our Discord the thing that I'm giving to you guys, and I hope you like it. I'm um, sure we will. I made something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, and I'm going man. to show it on the on the YouTube version of the podcast. I made a little oh. like profile picture frame that says bring back the bonnet and one that's just like a regular photo oh i didn't know uh, about the profile picture one yeah i kept that one secret oh, my God, oh that's so this. awesome i can't even describe uh, how much i love this like i'm tearing up right now how much i love this oh man thank you guys so much you guys <laughs> thanks for coming on the show that. Uh, it's just a little token. Like when Kyle was on the show, our friend Kyle, we let him like write Dixon, which is one of our like biggest projects. So for you, I had to give you something. Uh, this is man, like, that's great. <laughs> that is, is so awesome. <laughs> that is so great. Oh, I love it. And that I have is. all the raw files for that for you guys whenever yes. you want. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. yeah. Thank ah, you. That is thank incredible. You, thank you. Thank you. I cannot even say thank you. And I was like, <laughs> I'm legit like tearing up right now. <laughs> uh, that's so awesome. Thank you. That That's is so really awesome. Oh, it's no problem. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank of course. You, I think oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we both had a pretty great time. Would oh, you say so, Mrs. E? This was awesome. Like, you guys seriously, like, <laughs> made my day. When you had sent me the DM, Vince, when you sent me the DM, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> like, you're not making fun of me? <laughs> no, I was like, I need to be a part of this. I see, her, I see what she's going through, and I need to help. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, Vince, uh, it is that time. It is that time. Um, if, if our faithful listeners want to find us, where would they find us? They can find me, myself. No, I'm talking about the show. If they want to find the show, you can head on over to Twitter, and uh, you can type in at Atomic Radio Hour. Once again, that's at Atomic Radio Hour on Twitter. You can find us. Um, did you guys get that? Yes. All right. Wonderful. Um, would you guys like to plug yourselves? No. <laughs> no. This <laughs> is no. ego. No. I, I mean, I'm on. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitch. One for my homies. If you need to Google it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's on Twitch. Yeah, that's on Twitch. It's one for my homies. I was watching some of your streams. Were you really? (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. you. Oh, did you? Thank you. But you'll have to tell me. You'll have to tell me what your screen name is because I try to like give shoutouts and all that. Yeah, I'll 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 shoot it over in thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so Vince, if they want to find you specifically on Twitter, where are they going to find you? I'm on Twitter at the Boogans. That's at the Boogans, all capital V underscore Boogans. At the Boogans. But what about yourself, Declan? What do the fine folks at home want to hear from you? I can be found on that Twitter space at Declan underscore Bean. You can find me retweeting every single post by Atomic Radio Hour. <laughs> There's something that I have to mention, and I think we can show our appreciation for our wonderful intro music. Oh, God. I mean, of course, you guys know yes. it's Feather Duster. Yes. You can find it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster, and it's composed by the wonderful, the illustrious Shane Ivers. Shane Ooh. Ivers, shout out to you. Ooh. Anything else that you uh, would like to say to our guests before we go to our original piece of content? Uh, thanks for coming on, first off. Um, how how was your day I don't know Declan why you gotta put me on the spot like this because you do it to me all the time I know Uh, do you guys want to say anything before we head out no uh, thanks again you guys for having us Uh, we should totally get in touch about this whole Atomic Radio Hour mod Um, oh speaking of that Declan don't you have something to announce so I would like to announce that we are going to be opening up our Discord, our recording studio, to you, the listeners. So we are going to link in the description of this uh, episode the link to our Discord. Yeah, you can find because us it's there. a string of letters and numbers. <laughs> I'm not going to say it out loud because that's annoying. It'll be in the description. <laughs> It'll be in the description. Also, we keep forgetting to say this, even though it's kind of a big deal. We're on Spotify. Ooh, yes, yeah. we're getting our backlog uploaded. We have a couple things we need to work out before we can be fully live, fully up to date. But within the next week, we're going to be fully out on Spotify, soon to be coming to Apple Podcasts and a few other of your favorite podcasting apps. Nice. Very cool. That is so awesome. All right. So I think we got all, everything out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wonderful. White Collar and Mrs. E, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks. Thank you, everyone at home listening. We'll see, we'll see you out in the waste in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Wear a seatbelt. Drive safe. Bye. (laughs) Medical log number two of Victor J. Steinman. For some time, I have been studying this liquid others of the group call Gramosplen. The effects are outstanding, causing the patient to go into a temporary coma for some time. It works a little different on each species. For ghouls, for example, it's less of a time. Take note, the study is further needed to figure out its ingredients. Very, very potential. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.